Katie Henriksen, and you're listening to my podcast, Sound Off, on music that challenges the status quo. In each episode, I explore creativity at the intersection of art, music, and literature to dig into what that work and the people making it tell us about life in the 21st century. My guests today are Lonnie Holly and Matt White, who released Broken Mirror, a selfie reflection in 2021. The amalgam of Afrofuturism and cosmic Southern funk make for a rollicking time and a surprising juxtaposition of two artists. Holly was born in Birmingham, Alabama in 1950 and has dedicated his life to improvisational creativity in the form of both sound and visual art. Now White was born in 1982. He's a Virginia-based producer and musician who's worked with the likes of Bonnie Bear's Justin Vernon, Sharon Van Etten, and the Mountain Goats. I'm an African-American, colored, black, or from the Negroes that was brought to America on slave ships. So when I do something like I snuck off the slave ship or broken mirror reflections. Now, that was two different pieces of music, but aren't we still bound by those conditions? We're bound by slavery, and we are bound by fear of the broken mirror. Broken mirror 
seven years of bad love Today Without a cell phone You have no luck You have no luck at all Broken mirror What about HDTV Pieces of my kind are HD radio. This thought, that thought, computer reality, scattered and splattered. I call her cold titty mom. No more broken mirror. No more broken mirror. No more.
Broken Mirror from Lonnie Holly and Matthew E. White off their album of the same name. I'm Katie Henriksen. You're listening to my podcast, Sound Off. Today we're going deep with that album through my conversations with Holly and White, who seem at first unlikely collaborators. All this stuff with Lonnie is like, uh, it seems too good to be true. It, I just happened to go to the show because I had a night off in London and I'd happened to have played that venue several times months before the promoter was the same and she pulled me backstage was just like hey do you want to meet some of these people i was like sure and in the room it was like this shitty little neon lit back room it was me and david byrne and robert wyatt and brian eno and lonnie and lonnie's manager 
and that was it. It was crazy. It was like I had no business being there. You know, it was just a, it was really a, a wild situation. The meaning and the meeting were almost spiritual. In a sense, it were a call of the times. And I don't think many people use that in the musical world where they see certain music as a call of the times. Or it's what I call the call of the times is that we may hear something that alerts us and tell us to beware or look out. There is a storm coming or there is a tornado or we got big companies now that let us know when volcanoes is about to erupt or earthquakes is about to quake the earth. So our music takes in all of that information, brings it out to the humans that can get it. Again, getting it, deciphering it may take years. And hopefully, I, I try not to look forward to it taking that long, but it may take years before a lot of us understand what a lot of my music has been all about. From a pretty early age, I I was just really excited and energized by music. I have a lot of memories of being three or four and just putting in tapes, and I had this little portable tape player, and I would just lay on the couch and listen listen to tapes, and I there was like a Beach Boys tape and a Chuck Berry tape that I would just blast and I loved it. I just loved it. It just gave me a lot of joy. in middle school and high school I started playing guitar I sort of saw college as in sort of a trade school type way and I just for and out of complete ignorance I was just like oh, I'll go to college I'll get a music degree and I'll be a professional musician I didn't really think that much about it it was like well I want to play music that's what I want to do I'm pretty good at it and so that's what I did I went to college and and then I just kind of you know sort of stumbled into actually doing it for a living which is uh, some I'm not sure how that happens. Yeah, I mean, it was just kind of an assumption I had about my life from, I don't know, starting in probably sixth grade when I was 11, 10 or 11, and that that's what I would be doing. I didn't really think much about about it. I was either going to be a – I either wanted to be a professional basketball player or a professional surfer or a professional musician. And – I wasn't good enough at the other two, but I was a pretty good guitar player. So I was like, okay, well, I'll, I'll, I'll do that. And that's just, that's all it was. It was just like, okay, well, I'll do that. And, and then somehow it's a self-fulfilling prophecy somehow. I think for me, this was kind of approaching, approaching this music from the point of view as, uh, you know, a composer and, and a facilitator for improvisers and, and sort of getting at the music that happens in that moment, which is 
sort of really slippery to 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 grab because you are dealing with improvised music, but you're dealing with uh, you know you're kind of trafficking in the dark arts of trying to corral that a little bit and and trying to make that music focus and say what as a composer the sort of the feeling that you want to get across even though you're asking a lot of people to play very freely and and play with a lot of personality and stuff um and i just think such a big part of this record is taking myself out of the chair of a songwriter and putting myself back in the chair of a composer and producer and just sitting firmly there and expressing music that doesn't have words and speaks to things that are hard for me that I I don't have a language to really speak with. So a big part of it is is just that is dealing with music for not only for music's sake because I, it is valuable without narrative and it's valuable without partnering with with vocabulary or with kind of the spoken word or with sort of the specifics of prose um and and there's a lot of emotion there and a lot of feeling that I really enjoy as both a listener and as a creator and I think Lonnie is such a perfect partner for kind of exploring that space because he also doesn't even though he's using words he's he is improvising and he's not approaching these as obviously as any kind of structured songs or, or anything like that but he is giving a little bit more narrative to this music, which I think is really helpful ultimately to it. And so it was sort of this really fortuitous, almost like spiritual partnership. Well, we are living in a time where, should I say, the planet is in an age of so much technology and we're making so much happen so quick with our digitalization, music itself can make a big difference. But a lot of people have to have that music in order for that music to be as a medicine to help them feel content or help them feel better. Or someone else may have to come along and introduce that to them, like introducing certain medications. That's what I tried to do with Matthew White. He brought the instrumental part, and I listened to it, and I, I said, wow, I can do something with this. All around me 
Try, 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 try
Jungle of Modernness slash Composition for Matt White and Lonnie Holly off their album Broken Mirror. I'm Katie Hendrickson and you're listening to my podcast Sound Off going deep today on the making of that album with both White and Holly. When I spoke with Holly, he reflected on his legacy of creation that now includes six critically acclaimed albums. Will somebody please say that these were the books of Holly. These were the books of Holly. Those were the books of Moses. If those were the books of Ezekiel. If those were the books of John the Baptist. If those were all of those kind of prophets' books, then mine's come all the way to where we are today. Beating me bloody and broke 
That's from I Snuck Off a Slave Ship by Lonnie Holly. I'm Katie Hendrickson. You've been listening to my podcast, Sound Off, which explores creativity at the intersection of art, music, and literature to dig into what that work and the people making it tell us about life in the 21st century. Today's guests were Lonnie Holly and Matthew White, speaking about their album, Broken Mirror, A Selfie Reflection. Now, Sound Off, solely produced by me, is part of the Critical Frequency Podcast Network. You can keep up with all things Sound Off online at soundoffkatie, that's katie with a Y, dot com. You'll find the full playlist there, other episodes, and exclusive content. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to your podcast to make sure you receive the latest episode as soon as it drops. My next guest is Grammy-winning Aruj Aftab on her album Vulture Prince, and I gotta tell you, I can't wait to share that conversation with you. Until next time, I hope you continue resonating with that great force of music. <laughs>